Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Twenty twenty three, y'all. Happy New Year. I hope that you guys all had an amazing holiday season. I know ours were a little quiet. We started early actually. We went to Tampa, Florida to visit our middle child, Mia, our little free spirit, who is actually now traveling Europe. This girl is living her life. We're so happy for her. But we spent a, a week there with her before the holidays and we fell in love. It was my second time there, but the first time really didn't count because I was only there for a couple days. It was raining and I I just didn't have time to explore at all. This time we were there together as a family, minus Gabby, of course, and, and her other half. But we fell so much in love with this place that we decided we definitely want to purchase a home there and live half the year there and half the year here where we do in Southern California because we love it here too. At least I do. My husband's trying to get out of California altogether, but I'm like, where we live right now, I love it so much. So I have no plans to leave it permanently or completely at all. While I was in Florida, I got to see one thing that I really, really, really was hoping to see, which is an alligator. I got to see an alligator at uh, this water area. I don't even know what it was outside of the hotel that we were staying at on the last day. Super excited to see that. But we're back home now and it's a new year and I'm super excited. So before we get into our topic today, which is all about the power of prayer, I have a couple of announcements. So the first one is the show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. You guys know this is a journal I created and I am on my third one now. This is a 90-day journal and it has quotes and journal prompts and affirmations and it is just the easiest, quickest way to build your gratitude muscle and it also makes the perfect gift. You can find the link in the show notes. It's on Amazon. Grab yours today. Grab one for your sister, your friend, your mama, your auntie, your, I don't know, just grab one. All right. The other thing is that we're changing the format here. We are now going to be every other week. So twice a month, you'll get an episode. And this just honestly works better for me and my schedule now that it's getting more and more full. And so many people have a hard time keeping up with weekly episodes anyway. So I think it'll be just fine. Still on a Tuesday. So make sure that you click that little plus sign to make sure you get notifications of each new episode and that you also rate and review the show. That would help out big time. So do that and let's get in to the topic. So we're talking about the power of prayer and I know that most of us understand the power or the importance or even the purpose of prayer. Actually, before we get too much into it, I wanted to also mention that while I was flying, this was in November, I was on a flight to Atlanta. And I'll talk about that on another episode. But I was really thinking this is I had just ended the last season season of my podcast. And I was just thinking, 
um, just kind of reflecting. And one of the things that I was thinking about was who my audience is, who am I talking to? And I realized that there's a difference in who I am speaking to and who may be listening. So what I've decided, because it really helps me with planning and my messaging, is to know who I'm speaking to. And so I decided that I'm speaking to people, basically, who are just like me or very similar to me in the sense that you want to live a better life. You want to be your best version. You want to leave a legacy. You want to change and disrupt the way things have always been. And you want to create a newness. And you want to be somebody, you want to be the person God designed you to be. And this all takes not only a desire, but a decision and a commitment to do that work. So this topic today relates perfectly because prayer is is not just a thought. It's not just a periodic action that you take. It is a part of you and it is a part of your daily life and it is a part of your legacy. And you'll see why as we get more into this topic and this conversation. But I just wanted to share that with you because it impacted me when I realized who I'm actually speaking to. Now, if that's not you, you are more than welcome to listen. I encourage you to listen to these episodes and this podcast and get what you can from it. But I really, really, really am speaking to those of you who want change and who are going to create change by your decisions. All right, now that we have an understanding, let's move on. So with prayer, I guess the question to ask is, what does your prayer life look like? There are things in with prayer that we have to consider, like the importance of prayer and the power and purpose in prayer, as I mentioned just a bit ago. I know that my own prayer life has changed dramatically. It's evolved and it looks nothing like it did when I first began praying. And so I want to answer some questions for you today, including what is prayer? Why should we make it a priority? How are we supposed to pray? And does prayer really work? So the first thing I want to do is give you scripture, give you God's word on prayer. There is so much available, but I had to pick just a handful of things. And these verses here will answer some of those questions there. So in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, we are commanded to pray. Whenever we're told to do something, that is a commandment. That's an expectation from God of us. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So we are to pray without ceasing, without ever pausing or slacking off or giving up. Then in 1 John 5, 14, this touches on the power and hope in prayer. It says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So sometimes our prayers may not be in alignment with his will. And in those cases, of course, he loves us and he only wants the best for us. So he may not answer that prayer. But if we ask 
anything according to his will, he hears us. And we should take comfort in knowing that. He promises to bless us. In 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their sinful ways, then I will hear them from heaven. I will forgive them and I will bless them. I love that scripture so much. And then we hear from Ephesians 6.18 that we can pray for anything. There is nothing off limits when it comes to prayer. It says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And that is comforting because again, there is nothing too small for God. Nothing too small and nothing too big. Two more. James 5.13. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. It's the first thing we're told to do. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. So something I've learned is that, yeah, you pray through the good, you pray through the bad, and you pray in between. It is a constant action. And lastly, Mark eleven twenty four says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This is a promise. God doesn't break promises. And this is what fuels me every single day. This is what I stand on. And this is what I hope you stand on too. So I first started praying as a kid. My grandma taught me to pray. It was just the Our Father prayer. So it was very generic and basic. And as I grew in my faith and uh, knowledge of, of God's word, my prayers have changed. And hearing messages from church sermons, pastors about how prayer should look, how it should sound, what it should include, my prayers have continued to evolve and change. And so now I start my day every single day with prayer. And I have a routine. I sit down and devote maybe 15, 20 minutes just to prayer. And I've been doing this for a few years and I'm very intentional about it. Um, I have a certain order. I don't pray lying down. I'm not on my knees either. I'm just sitting on the floor and I have a special area in my house where I go. And so whenever I travel, that is a challenge because I am so not comfortable praying lying down anymore because as some of you may know, you get sleepy when you're praying laying down in bed. Happened too many times before. So when I pray, and I'm just going to walk you through my own prayer, I begin just by praising God and thanking him for that moment, for this, for that day, and for all the good things that he gives to me in my life. So I, I start my prayer by praising him and giving him all the glory and asking forgiveness for my sins and for his help um, in guiding me to become even better and to become a better reflection of him. Then the then I start praying for people. And the first person I start with is my husband. So I cover him in prayer and I pray for our marriage. I pray for our kids right after that. Um, individually for their own needs and then as a whole just for protection 
And then I move into my nieces and nephews. And then I even have a subgroup of that group because there are so many, but I have knowledge of some of them struggling. So I kind of focus some attention on prayer just for them. And by name, then I move to my siblings. Then I move to my friends and extended family. And then it's like I move into a new section. I pray for a whole bunch of people, but it's by category. So like people who are sick and struggling with their health, then people who are dealing with addictions and mental illness. And I, these are by name. So I have people on my heart, on my mind that I pray for by name. And then I move into a group who um, is dealing with loneliness. Um, And then grieving parents. And after that is a group, um, just not by name, because I don't know them, but I pray for teachers, those in healthcare, law enforcement, military, and our pastors, because I've thought a lot about the sacrifice and the trauma that those jobs involve, maybe not teachers uh, with trauma, but some, but it's just such a hard job. Just what I know firsthand from it. But I definitely have a special heart for those in law enforcement and first responders and our military, because I don't think a lot of people stop to, to realize how much they actually see and take home with them. And I just have a special heart for them. So I always keep that group in prayer. After that group, I pray for the world. I pray for all of us to just be filled with God's righteousness and his light and his love and his peace. This is a crazy world we're living in. And so we all need to be filled with his goodness and his light. And then I move into my requests and prayers for the things that I'm asking for or I'm seeking but I always surrender myself first. That is the first thing I do is just surrender myself to God fully and completely. I ask for his will to be my will, his desires to be my desires. And then I get into specifics. But that is, that's the order that I was taught a few, probably a few years ago, is that you, you, you present all your requests before God, but you pray for others first. Um, and then yourself last. And one of the most important things is that you you surrender yourself and you ask for the guidance and the discernment and the wisdom and make it known that you are reliant on God. You can't do this life on your own. None of us can. We may, be, we may think we can and we may try to, but we will never get very far if that's the way that we continue on. So That's the structure of my prayer. And I pray all day long. I mean, I'm always talking to God. So what is prayer? It's really just you talking to God. So it can be formal, like I do in the morning. I sit down and that is a very intentional time I spend with God one-on-one. And I pray throughout the day. I'm talking to God all the time. So 
if you don't know what to say, tell him that. He will guide you and he will lead you. That's the spirit in us, actually, that guides us and leads us. And there's no one way to pray and there's no wrong way to pray. God just wants us to be in communion with him. And I've also tried to remember daily to leave time for him to speak back to me. So that means I have to be still. I have to be quiet. I have to call on him and invite him in. Because if I just give everything to him up in prayer, it's it could be one way. If I'm not being conscious of the fact that, well, he has feedback for me. He wants to speak back to me and answer me. And that can come in different forms in different ways. But I have to be conscious and aware of that daily and remember to just give myself quiet. Like sometimes I take a walk and I remind myself that I don't have to listen to a podcast or music while I'm walking. I can just walk in silence. Or the same thing with longer drives. Just even if it's just a few minutes, I think there's a lot of power in that. And so I don't know where you are with your prayer life, but maybe you have one or two new ideas for how you can adjust it or get started with it. Um, and really make it work in your favor. God is waiting for you. He is open to hear whatever you have to bring before him. And he's eager to speak and work and show up in a big way in your life. So I hope this was helpful. And uh, that is about all we have for today. Remember, we are now twice a month. So we'll be back in two weeks on a Tuesday. Remember to subscribe and also rate and review the show, share it with a friend. And we will talk soon. Until next time, be a blessing and be blessed.